How many kinds are there to encounter? Well, we know there's at least three. What are those three? Well, that's a great question that we will definitely not even talk about tonight. Close Encounters of the Third Kind on the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, Matt. Hello, Justin. How are you? Oh, uh, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, you know how I am. <laughs> I, I'm great, Joe. How are you? <laughs> how dare you ask me a question like that? Is that what you want every time? You just want me to say, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? It's just a, it, it's, it's just a reflex to say something like that to someone that you're on the phone with when you just call them for the first time. Yeah. It's just, I'm the type of person that's like, when people are like, hey, how's it going? They're like, hey, what's up? Like, I feel like it's an actual question. You know, it's not like when someone's like, hey, how's it going? They're like, hey, how are you? I'm like, you fucking tell me first. I asked you. <laughs> like, then you could be on. like, Close Encounters is, is what's up. <laughs> Close Encounters of the yeah. Third Kind. We are talking about uh, this as our summer blockbuster uh, for this episode and the last summer blockbuster episode for the summer. And uh, this movie was directed by Steven Spielberg, shocker, and it stars Richard Dreyfuss as young Daniel Stern. (laughs) (laughs) And the mom from Christmas Story. I didn't even know that was her until I heard her voice. Her face didn't even, like, register at first. Uh, Ralphie! Yeah, Melinda Dillon, who just died, right? Like, somewhat recently? Yes, yeah, I think it was just, uh, was it earlier last year, or earlier this year or last year? Yeah, it was very recent. Um, So, this movie uh, was released in 1977, good year for movies, and uh, I didn't want to say this at first, I was kind of just wait till I, uh, you know, start the episode with you, but this is the first time I ever saw this movie. Really? Yeah, I never saw it before. Wow. That's, like, not even bits and pieces or anything? Uh, bits and pieces, yeah. I, I, I've seen the scenes uh, at the end, you know, when they're playing, like, Simon or whatever, and the alien ship comes down. Um, right, yeah. yeah. But I didn't really see much past that. Like, I've seen the, the ships flying around. I, fi- I, I find it hard to believe that you were able to avoid it. But, like, you know, just because there weren't a lot of movies out at the time, and because of, you know... It's so kid friendly, and you know Spielberg was such a big thing. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm shocked. Yeah, and I feel like this is one of those movies that was on like TV a lot when we were kids. Well, that's kind of why I saw bits and pieces of it. But when I sat down and watched it for you know the first time, really, um, I, I didn't know much of the movie. You know, I knew like the the memes, you know, from it, like with the mashed potatoes and right that, all that stuff. Like I I know like the the you know, the big um, cultural uh, points of it all. But um, I didn't know the story, you know. Uh, not that there really was much of one, but I didn't know where it was going. Like, I didn't know, like, what was going to happen at the end. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly, uh, yeah, I, I never saw it before. So I only knew a little bit about it, and I knew, um, you know, like I said, just some of those, like, classic things you've seen, like, in other, you know, other movies that, like, made fun of it or whatever took inspiration from it and i and i, I remember seeing the scenes with the ships and i was they're really cool looking sea aliens yeah 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 i i i, I mean because those ships are really cool and 
it's kind of hard to forget forget those, you know. But um, yeah, no, it's just uh, first time viewing for me. What did you think? Um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, there were some things I just thought were very strange, and I don't know if it's just you know a, a dated thing, and you know, I, I, I think I, I think I might have been expecting a lot more from it because of the name it carries and it's Spielberg, but you know, it's early Spielberg, you know. Um, so I thought there was a, there, I, I thought there was some weird things about it, um, particularly like just. I don't know. I, I guess like it was. It, it didn't sit with me that like the wife just left and never came back. Um, like I know he was crazy and stuff like that, but I, I there was no like resolution with that. And then like all of a sudden he has this spur of the moment romantic interest in the other woman that he's kind of just sort of on a journey with to get her kid back. Um, and I was kind of like, well, that's weird. And um, I. I had a hard time with those aliens, man. <laughs> they did not. Look good. <laughs> I, don't know, I always kind of liked the, the the design of the aliens. Um, they were very simple. I think when you watch like a high definition version of this movie, it does a disservice to it because it's very clear, and it's very clear that these are just like children in like bad costumes that are like falling off. Uh, until you get to all the three aliens, you know, you have the kind of like AI inspection bot that comes down first. That one looked very cool. That was cool. Yeah. And then the third one is like, I think a stop motion thing, right? Yeah. I like that too. I thought that worked. It looked a lot. I like, I like the first one and the third one, but I think the little kid aliens were, yeah, and it was kind of meh. You know. Listen, if I was watching a VHS tape of this, I don't think I really would have noticed it. But like, since like it was like I watched like a Blu-ray, and because uh, I just want to buy the movie. Like I saw like it's not really like an easy movie to to, to find anywhere. Um, for the people at home, if you want to see it again or for the first time, or whatever the case may be, you know, it, you could rent it only. There's no streaming service that has it for free. Um, but I found that the price of just the Blu-ray on Amazon was basically the same price it was to rent it. So I just bought it. Um, did you uh, get the director's cut? I did. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I just watched the theatrical cut, though, because when I got the DVD uh, or Blu-ray or whatever, I put it in, and it gave me like an, three options. It was like theatrical cut, director's cut, and something else. It was like three different cuts of the movie. So I just watched... Hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just watched the, uh, the, the regular one. The full anal probing scene. The, the Blu-ray that you got was it like a like a big kind of like box set type of deal? Well, not like a big box set, but like no, relatively thick one. No, 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 no. It was just like it was just like two discs, regular size Blu-ray. Okay, yeah. Because um, when I, when I when I bought this on Blu-ray, um, and this is going back like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Um. I, I got like the the collector's edition Blu-ray, and there was like five different cuts of the movie on it. Oh no no no! They didn't Blade Runner this one. <laughs> I only got like yeah, just the, the three, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I I enjoyed the movie. Like I, it was one of those movies where like I was planning on kind of just like watching the first half because it was a it was a busy day for me, and I'm just like, let me just watch half, and then I'm going to finish what I have to do. Um. But then I, 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 I wind up just sort of watching the whole thing, um, and and I and I enjoyed it a lot. I, I you know I get because I didn't know where it was going, you know, and, and it does keep your interest because 
you know, you just like you, you just don't know what's going to happen, you know, uh, yeah. with this main character. So, so no, I, w- I was obviously a fan of it, and um, I could see why it was such a big deal, especially back then. I love the way the the ships looked. You know, I, I did when I saw it originally. Well, when I saw those parts originally, but I really loved watching it now, and I kind of like you know I knew it was coming, and I remember the the big ship at the end that comes you know around like the the fucking mountain or whatever. I remember that part, and I was like. You know, excited to see that again because I, I remember like liking it a lot and it was, it, it held up. Um, but yeah, I thought that I thought it was weird that there was no like real resolution with like that family, and then he gets picked to go. I, I that I didn't see coming. You know, uh, that was like a big surprise to me. But the movie really doesn't have. I don't know. It, it's it's a simple movie. You know, I don't think that there's a very complicated plot. Um, it, it's trying to just give us a grounded uh, version of what. That would be what would what would what it would be like if it happened. And right. it was uh, very science fiction, not science fantasy. Yes. You know, it was like yeah. it dealt with it as closely as you know. I I know I, I talked uh, some praises of the World War Z book, but it's like how that's like what would happen if a zombie invasion actually happened. This is like how it would actually happen, or it could actually happen if you know there was some type of communication with aliens. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. No, it was, it was relatively like realistic as far as that's concerned. Like, there was nothing overtly over the top about it. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. I mean, like the behavior. You know, they were crazy. blowing up the Empire State Building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were visiting, not invading, and that was kind of the difference. Right. I was going to say uh, Spielberg actually uh, contacted NASA and. Um, Ask them, like, what would you guys do if this were to happen? Right. And they told him, like, this is more or less what we would do. So, like, all, like that that whole um, that whole scene, like at the end, where like you, you have you know that big scoreboard with the with the lights and everything, and you see all these kind of like pop up trailers all over the place. Yes. Um, on that airfield. Like, all of that is designed based on what NASA told them it would be like. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know anything about the movie, obviously, because I just saw it. So, I, I, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't know any of that stuff. I, I, I feel like that's some, like, I felt like when I was watching it, it seemed, I don't know, it sounds kind of silly, like, authentic. You know, like, I, I, I did sort of, like, say, all right, like, this is probably what would have happened back then. And I, and I liked, like, the... All this sort of like um, overlapping dialogue, you know, like there was a lot of like pointing and yelling in this movie. Like it was very yeah. frantic at times. Like when it was groups of people talking, it was like talking over each other, which is how people fucking talk. Um, so I I, I, I I thought it had a really like authentic feel to it. And um, that's one of the things that, that kept my uh, interest in it. You know, the... The the pilots coming back was kind of weird. I don't know. I, I liked it. I just thought that was the most that was like the most fantastical element of the movie. A little more over yeah, the top but, compared to the rest of the movie. Um, but you know that they were immediate. They were like, "Oh, right this way to debriefing," and I'm sure they you know never slept the light of day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny about like, they're, <laughs> you know, yeah, they're like they're like so. We just want you to know everyone you know. In- dead you've been gone for seven years um this is and we want you to cell. join the avengers initiative <laughs> <laughs> this is your new prison cell um yeah 
And I thought it was really funny how it's like they have this whole lineup of astronauts and they're all like, all right, this is going to happen. Let's go. And they only picked the one guy. Is that the idea that only he got invited to go or That's the other astronaut? Yeah. I, I, I yeah, no, it, it, it seemed like it was just him. Like they were all, you know, in the room with the preacher, like tell, yeah. saying prayers. Right. Like how, how is not one of them not like, uh, aren't we a little post God at this point? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, we got the aliens from the 90s Skittles commercials here. <laughs> <laughs> like, so God created us in his image or their image or what's going on here? <laughs> no, I mean, it definitely was in, in, in the, in, in the like bipedal, uh, upright walking thing sort of way. Yeah. It's the basic shape. Yes. Yeah. People shape. People shape. <laughs> General humanoid. I, I did. I did like the idea. Like one of one of my favorite parts of the movie. That. So like I saw it as a kid, and I just thought it was like so boring. Um, and the only thing I did for many many years is anytime I'd have mashed potatoes, I'd turn them into a little volcano and pour gravy yeah. in the yeah, and I liked the end. I thought it was cool, and but my favorite part was like of the spaceships. How it always had that little like one little red spaceship that would follow them and look like it was like a little kid, like the mischievous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they had personalities. I that, that ships. one. Yeah, and that one. They wanted all the ships to have their own individual personalities. Yeah, and that that I I like that was one of my favorite parts of the movie, and then the end I just thought was like really cool, but I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, why did, you know, like, I didn't get it. And I watched it maybe 20 or so years ago, and I was like, I, I got the movie, and I was like, oh, this is a really good movie. I thought it was very interesting. But I, I got the most out of it out of this most recent watch, and I don't know if it's because I watched a different cut, because I did watch the director's cut. Okay. But one of the things I most appreciated was thinning down process that they... they, they allude to you know clearly and you see it little by little is like you know that if a thousand people were you know incepted so to speak yeah. and then only 300 people saw you know the you know what the you know what the site was or knew about the site and then only you know 30 make it to the site and then of those people like when they're like, oh, they're scared, so they don't go on, and only the three go, and then the one gets tired, and he can, like he falls behind, and he gets gassed, and then even then, she's like, I just can't go. Like he's the only. It's like this, this real, real like cream of the crop. Like you are the only person that rose to this challenge, which is why you were. And I don't think it's just about aliens choosing a person. I just think it's like such a an interesting way to demonstrate like that one person that makes it, that one person that really does that thing that like you know musicians or people who make movies or anything that's like yeah all of these people try to be the great but like in the end it's only that one person that had that grit to keep going and keep going just believe so much and give up everything including their family that gets to that to that goal and it's it's something that you even said joe like you can't understand because none of, none of us could understand that he's just like he left his wife and kids and it's just like this is just something that he was like this is what i'm doing this is what my life is now and i just i think it was like that's a very powerful message that i don't i'm not saying it's good or bad but it's portrayed in such a way i've never seen in anything else 
Yeah, I, I didn't think of it that way. I mean, I guess you could take that you could take that out, you know, of, of the situation that he's in, and apply it to just you know working hard towards something that you're passionate about. But there was something else behind all that with him, and he had like a a real emotional um, connection to it. It wasn't just like like a like a mind sort of numbed out zombie. Like I am under alien control, you know. Like he was emotional, like about all of it, you know. Uh, a, full, yeah. a full range with you know, anger and like you know um sadness and just like desperation and all this kinds of stuff and uh, i i did really find myself like completely invested in his character you know and not that i agree with any of the things that happened but i just was like what's what's gonna happen next you know his life took this dramatic shift to where it was like it became an obsession but like he just had to you know and like such like so compelled so like this is all that matters to me and i think it's like it could i mean i'm just thinking about this right now is like you know is he had this experience to where before it you know um didn't seem especially happy at home with his job you know like with his family he he just seemed like he was just kind of like very ho-hum type of realistic home life you know it's like i was joking i was like yeah this is what my house felt like in the 80s you know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it, it really felt very authentic you know what home life was like and how they yell about different stuff what they're going to do and which movies they're going to see and looking at you know it just felt so realistic and then he basically got a taste of like he like he found god or something he saw god and he was just like, oh, my God. Sorry, that sounded so corny. He was just so enthralled by it that everything else in his life had the volume turned down. And he's like, this is what I'm doing now. That's really what hit me the most this time as an adult, like in, you know, in my 40s now watching this. You know, I, I'm not the type of person that has ever pursued a passion like that. And it's not. I don't know anyone that has, you know, it's really only a very few, like a very select portion of the population that pursue a passion like that, whether it be music or any other obsession or a religious thing or whatever it may be, you know, just to lean in that heavy and become one of those people. And in the, in the scope of this movie, I mean, he was the, the, you know, he's, he's chosen, you know, as he wasn't abducted like the others. He was the first chosen to go off with them. You know, I think that's pretty a pretty big deal. You know, it's not the typical movie that we talk about. And I don't think there's anything, like, besides some, like, the visual effects on the alien stuff, like, horror-wise. It's more of a disaster. I would argue that the, the scene where the kid gets abducted, that's that the, scene used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I remember that too. It's, it was scary. And that was kind of one of the beginning scenes. And I was like, well, it, it started, right? Like, they, like that was going to happen and it took a little bit of time. But aside from that, there wasn't anything else like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, I don't have like a ton to say about it, but uh, I, I really did enjoy it. Justin, you haven't, you know, obviously seen it since when? Like, has it, has it been a while? or Before this last time? It, it had been, um, it'd been a few years, yeah. Um, so like you have, I said, you have, a different, I, you have a different takeaway, like Matt, or uh, no? I mean, honestly, I, I actually agree with everything Matt was saying. Um, I'll tell you, anytime I, each time I watch this movie, I kind of come away with a different feeling about it. I, I, I never feel like I don't like the movie. I, I, I genuinely, really enjoy this movie every single time I watch it. What I'm saying is, I, I just come away with like a different perspective on it. 
mm. every once in a while. And this time, and this is going to sound a little weird, but I was drawing a lot of comparisons to another movie that has nothing to do with this movie. This really reminds me of The Truman Show. Hmm. In like a really weird way. I was huh? going to say this time it turned me on, so I'm just glad that wasn't your answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> I started drawing all these weird uh, comparisons to The Truman Show while I was watching it. Because they're both movies about just like a regular everyman who is kind of like in this basically dull, loveless marriage, really. Because, what? yeah. You felt that that was a dull, loveless marriage? Cause I in thought Close that... Encounters? Yeah. I, I 100% got the, well, maybe, I don't know. The wife in Close Encounters irritates the shit out of me. Yeah, she's awful. And he's just kind of... I, I feel like Roy is just kind of trapped by her. Really? But he's become so indifferent to it, like, over the years. Like, he's just been kind of browbeaten. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know. I, I felt like... I mean, besides the fact... I guess the, besides the fact that she leaves, which would support your, your theory, the beginning of the movie, and, and you know, mostly, like, the beginning, I, I suppose... You know, like, when they go up to the, the, the bluff or whatever, you know, like, she's kind of, like, trying to be romantic and, like, talking about when they used to go there and make out and she, they were kissing for a while. Like, there was, like, that whole part that was just like, oh, it's a sweet kind of relationship. I don't know. But I, I, I feel just like, felt like, like that was like, about like, her. That was her being selfish. Yes. Like, yes. That's exactly. Thank you. Hmm. You know, like, he's like, oh, my God, look at this. And she's like, let me try hey, to bring you to back me. to what I want you to do. Yes. Yes. Very controlling. I felt like maybe she was putting a lot of effort in and wasn't getting much from him because he was just so disconnected. It starts off with him like playing with like trains and shit like that, and she's just kind of sitting there bored, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt like maybe it was the. I felt like it was the other way around, and she was just sort of tired of it, and that's why she just is like, "Fuck this," and she left. But you guys both seem to feel that. What about the scene where he's like? scared and crying and he's like can you please just hold me you know like he's like freaking out losing his mind and she was she's just like oh you disgust me kind of thing you know was that in yeah. the movie i saw or was that the director's cut i don't i don't, I don't know oh, that. maybe maybe that's in like did you see the scene where he's in the shower fully clothed i don't know yeah. i don't remember I, I i that doesn't look i only saw it the one time recently but i don't remember that scene um okay I think, Matt, I think maybe you and I probably watched the director's cut. Yeah, that might, maybe that's, maybe it's framed better to show, maybe a criticism of the movie was that, like, I can't believe he just left his wife and kids to go off and play with aliens. Right. And in the director's cut, he was like, no, let me, let me better paint, like, let me include the scenes that really paint the picture that it's, it's a it's an unhealthy environment for him. Joe, did you see the scene where the, the son calls him a crybaby when he's crying? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like basically it's just like you know, he's not understood at home. Like he's he's very different like he's a creative obsessive with the trains. Like he's he's the outsider in that family, but then is almost that she's the, the driving force of that, you know. It's a, it's strange, you know. Yeah, so I didn't see that yeah. stuff. Yeah, so that makes sense why, why, because that would be a big criticism otherwise, because even watching this cut, I watched it with Katie, who had never seen the movie before, and, uh, you know, that was, she was like, I can't believe that, you know, and I was just, you know, we had a pretty good conversation about it, I'm like, I'm not saying I would leave you, but, <laughs> 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 but 
But but <laughs> don't think of it as me leaving you so much as me joining the aliens. <laughs> the one one thing about the movie I just I, I never got, nor can I appreciate or anything. And it was silly and fun, but why did he have to throw everything through the kitchen window? <laughs> like it just seems and then he even climbs through the window it just seems so like but why like yeah. just I, I think that was just to show like nothing else matters like it was the shortest point to like where he wanted to build it exactly yeah or, or they only had a kitchen set to Rowena. i don't i don't know maybe <laughs> yeah just, yeah just kind of one of those little like you know nuanced things i, I just to make it you know sort of Quirky. I yeah. did like the appearance of the ships. Yeah, it is quirky. I like the appearance of the ships that even in like you know the yeah. ultra high depth, you know the best finish. No, those those ships really held. They still like you could see like they almost weren't like they they weren't just physical like that. Their light was all like almost like a component of them. You know, like right. they were. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, no, I, I I love the ships. Honestly, I thought I thought that was one of the best parts of the movie. And you're right, they hold up. They really do. That like it, it it excites you when those things come on screen, especially like towards the end, because it's like I don't know. I kind of feel like that's something like that's what it would look like. You know, like I could picture standing outside and like something like that coming down, like more than I could the Independence Day ships. You know, that I could like say, yeah. oh shit, like I could see this thing, like you know, um, in real life. I can understand what that would like you know feel like to be underneath or whatever i i, I did i thought that was like the strongest aspect of the movie honestly every time i watch this movie i always find myself in awe of the scale of that mothership yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying it's it's just so enormous and just so detailed and yeah. just it, it's a beautiful beautiful design and even that, that how it rotates and flips upside down and yeah yeah, yeah that's cool yeah. yeah I didn't I didn't see that coming like a little like a little, little city almost yeah yeah the city in the clouds but speaking of Richard Dreyfus I got to uh, I got to meet him recently yeah I know. <laughs> and yeah he's pretty far gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know he is definitely not there like he basically um like while we were like in line to see him at this most recent galaxy con um you know a couple people in front of me in line were talking they were like yeah like they're not letting him hold the pen too long because he just starts to draw things like he had like someone had like this awesome collector's item and he drew boobs on it nice. <laughs> he just looked and like and I, <laughs> I, have <a> video. <laughs> I have a video of him signing my jaws poster and like you could tell, he's like trying to eat your boobs on the shark. No, like you could see he was thinking about it because like he he definitely like forgot how to spell his name part of the way through, and like kind of like confusedly attacked the thing, and like it's not centered, and, <laughs> and just to hit, like and you could see the his handler next to him was like pulling the pen out of his hand after everything, like after the boobs incident. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I would have loved if he drew like a big dick on the shark. <laughs> I'm like, can you draw boobs on the shark? He'd been like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's so well spoken and charismatic, but his mind is not there. So like, 
for just like if you're with him for like five minutes you're okay but then you start to realize what's coming out of this man's mouth like he's <laughs> yeah what about the, what about the you're insane what, what about the yeah. recent interview where he, where he fell out of his chair and he just kind of stood he just laid there remember yeah i listened to a podcast of him recently which is funny because when i was going to meet him uh joe was like oh try to see if he'll come on the podcast and i was like i'm not after like, <laughs> I was around, joking. I was like i'm not I was like, I'm not even bringing it up. <laughs> I was going to ask him. I, I was going to ask I him. I think now would be the time you can get him the most. But like, I, I listened to him on a on a podcast recently, and he just like you could you could hear the host just getting like uncomfortable, like trying to bring him back. Like he would just start to talk off in random. No, it's not the children that you think that. Like he just starts like on these things, and he's like. So yeah, about the movies. Like you didn't think <laughs> he was oh, trying no, no, so no, hard no. to see here. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah, I think if we ever got Dreyfus on the podcast, we don't bring him back to reality. No, you just let him go. We just right. Let That's him what I was going to say. Yeah, here in the Sexy Vampires podcast, like he has a home. We don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> we don't We're need not to selling be... anything. Yeah, like we don't need any direction. Just like like wow, listen to him go. You know, and that's and that's an episode. <laughs> oh my god uh, I do regret not, but I was just like I can't do it <laughs> I think that you're going to avoid this particular pair of boobs until they jump up and out of water and bite you in the ass <laughs> <laughs> this was no booby accident <laughs> <laughs> It's a booby trap. Uh. <laughs> oh, I think we're going to need a bigger boobs. <laughs> God, I'll, see, I'm, I'm telling you, he would have a home here. This podcast is insanely juvenile. He, yeah. he, could, he could very well end up being the fourth member. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine. Yeah, it's like, what's the episode about this week? I'm like, we don't have plans anymore. Richard Dreyfus is our fourth member. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We just let him go. And he's like, we had a 19 hour episode. I <laughs> wasn't even there. <laughs> he forgot to call. <laughs> He just recorded by himself. Yeah, I was like, what is this? <laughs> Episode of one billion? What? <laughs> oh, man. So I'm sitting here eating a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized I forgot to add the mayo. <laughs> Yeah, I had to get that anecdote in there. Sorry. I, I saw the video that you sent me when you went to, to meet him, and I was just like, uh, what's wrong with him? Because <laughs> like, so he didn't say anything to me. You're just like, here, watch this. And I'm just like, I don't know what to say now. <laughs> you know? You're like, oh, yeah. it's so cool. I'm like, you didn't really explain the rest of it, though. So <laughs> No, just no context, Richard Drivers. Yeah. I was like, oh, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Because <laughs> I didn't know that, you know. Yeah, I was I was saving this story for the podcast to get your genuine reaction. What about the sunburn? No, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and what flavor ice cream was it? 
lot of a lot of questions. Um, I didn't understand why the fucking you know uh, electricity was going haywire the first time, but then never again. You know, not for nothing, but I I also realized this time how much nope drew from this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, so much. Like, like there was. I was like, "Holy crap!" There's so many parallels. Yeah, I, I mean, because well, nope. I, I think nope has a little bit more of a violent aspect to it, but not 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 much more. Well, yeah, because of that thing. But yeah. I didn't think about that when I was watching it, but it has a similar feel. Like thinking about like how I felt watching that movie and that and this movie. Yeah. So um, thank you again. Thank you guys uh, as well. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Good fucking night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites, and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Oh, wait, you know what? My, my fan's still on. Sorry, hold on. You guys know we have no fans. <laughs> this is a no-fans podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's easy for the two of you to say. You don't live in Florida. <laughs> no, it's a, he's making a pun because like, nobody listens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't oh. get that? No. No. <laughs> oh. he's, like, I, no he's like, he did. I was just in denial. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.